If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Welcome to the Bitcoin Basics podcast with your hosts, Faris and Gordon from CoinCompass.com, enabling you to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. All resources are in the show notes and description, including our disclaimer. Visit BitcoinBasicsPodcast.com to subscribe and discover other free content. Hello, everyone, and welcome to day 30 of our 30 years of Bitcoin. So our final day. Gordon, we finally made it. How are you doing? I'm great, thanks. We're, we're there, 30 days. So thank you for joining us. Um, this is the Bitcoin Basics Podcast. I'm your host, Ferris, and you've just heard from Gordon. And what we've been doing in the last, I'd say 30 days, but they're non-sequential 30 days, is we've had people upload their questions to us about Bitcoin, about markets, or anything related to Bitcoin. So, Gordon, um, today is our final day. It is the 1st of September, 2020, just past 4.20 a.m. UTC time. The block height on Bitcoin blockchain is 646,226. And the price of Bitcoin, according to Clark Moody dashboard, is 11,722. Gordon, what is our final question for today or for this series? Hey guys, I've got a small amount of Bitcoin and I was just wondering where is the best place to save or keep that Bitcoin? At the moment, I've got that Bitcoin in an electronic wallet, which is sort of like a USB um, in a locker somewhere with a uh, code. But just wondering, what's your advice and where do you store your Bitcoins? Thanks, guys. So, Gordon, with this question, I'm presuming that this person has some Bitcoins or some Satoshis that they're keeping on a cold storage device, like a ledger or a Trezor, and that they're hiding it in a locker somewhere. That's what I'm presuming from this question. Did you get the same um, conclusion from that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the answer is actually simple. If they've got coins already on a Trezor, Ledger, cold card, or some sort of hardware wallet, then the answer is simple. Just leave it there. And uh, so we kind of want to fill in 15 minutes here. Is there anything else you'd like to add? <laughs> no, that's it. Leave it on a hardware wallet. Um, so we, we, I will link to our five-episode series on how to choose a Bitcoin wallet in the show notes. So have a look at that. We, we went through the different kinds of wallets. And um, there are many different kinds of wallets, mobile wallet, exchange wallet, hardware wallet, blah, blah, blah. There's a lot of buzzwords in there. But there are really only two kinds of wallets. Ones where you control the keys, which is a hardware wallet and some mobile wallets, and ones where the exchange, Bitcoin exchange, or some third party holds the keys. Now, you might say, even with a small amount, oh, I've only got $10 worth of Bitcoin or $50 worth of Bitcoin, I'll just leave it on exchange. And yeah, okay, maybe that's okay. But it's good to get into best practices and something that we call InfoSec, and even if you've got a small amount, remember that $50 could be $5,000 in another five years time. So even if you've got a small amount, keep it on a wallet where you control the keys. Hardware wallets are probably the best trade-off in terms of security versus convenience. And I guess the last thing to say is you really have to protect two things. So you have to protect your wallet. So whether that's a mobile wallet, and we recommend... Um, Bitcoin Green and some few others and uh, or a hardware wallet. 
you're protecting two things. One is the wallet and one is the actual backup or what we call the seed. And the seed is basically this 24 word phrase. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail with that because we've already covered that. So have a look at the uh, YouTube series that we did description in the show notes. Um, so a lot of people do a really good job of protecting their hardware wallet, but they, you know, write down their 24 word seed and put it in the bookcase or put it on post-it notes or um, take a screenshot of it. So it's, you know, you've got a screenshot of it in your Dropbox or your Google Drive or your iCloud. That's not a great way of protecting it. So think about your Bitcoin wallet as your ATM card and your PIN. And your PIN, you would never, ever write next to your ATM card or, you know, a post-it note or whatever. Um, you want to keep these things super secure. So that's all I can say, Faris. I've gone on for too long. Uh, protect your Bitcoin wallet. But just as importantly, if not more importantly, protect your backup 24 word seed. Yeah, I couldn't agree with that more. And um, that is something that I do have to encourage people that I help them set up with that is say, look, if you lose your hard drive wallet, your cold storage device, not a problem. You can buy a new one, you can recover it with your seed, but you want to protect your seeds just as much, if not more, because that is the combination to the safe. You know, the beauty about these things is if you lose a safe, you buy another one, put in the same combination and everything just magically reappears. Um, and I've done that as well, where you have to, you know, um, do the same thing on your mobile phone. You buy a new phone, you just put in your backup seed, all your coins automatically reappear. Now, Gordon, is that the only solution we recommend to people is to use cold storage devices? And does it depend on someone's tech ability? It does, but nowadays the, the tech is actually extremely good. And, and it really depends on how much money you've got and how much you want to uh, protect. You know, um, there's a big difference between storing $10 worth of Bitcoin and $10,000 worth of Bitcoin. You just can't use the same strategy. So if you're talking about a little bit of Bitcoin, whatever that is to you, then uh, a hardware wallet or a wallet where you control the keys. And that's why we recommend Blockstream Green because uh, you actually own the keys. Like there's, if, even if that company goes bankrupt, or, or there's a nefarious employee who wants to hack or whatever, they can't actually get your Bitcoins. You completely own those keys. So that's, that's probably um, the main point with that. But if you have more than a little bit of Bitcoin, whatever that is to you, a medium-sized investment, small investment, you really need to look at uh, several strategies. So don't, you know, if you've got $10,000 worth of Bitcoin, don't put all of that onto one Trezor, Ledger, or cold card hardware device. You really need to split that up and I'm not going to go through how to do that because it's sort of different for different people and different technical abilities, but you need to use what is called multi-sig. And again, we've covered that before, and that's basically to separate and basically um, the key thing is not to have a single point of failure. So if someone gets your 24-word seed from your bookshelf, from your bank safe or however, that doesn't mean the end of all your Bitcoin. There's actually ways to... Um, prevent someone um, getting your, your coins. So the holy grail is multi-sig um, for larger investments, for coffee money, sure, hardware wallet or, or a mobile wallet is fine. Cool. Thank you, Gordon. And once again, we have covered these in detail, but it's always good to revisit because there's always new technologies and new options coming out for storing your Bitcoin. So thank you for the question. And thank you to everyone who subscribed and listened to us over these 30 days. And just remember the premise of Bitcoin basics is to try and explain the intricacies of Bitcoin and blockchain in 15 minutes or less. So please post all criticisms, feedback, and remember to share, like, and Gordon, you can send us off. Thank you. 
Yeah, thanks, Faris. This has been a really good series. Um, we may do this in the future. And, and, and even, um, even if we don't, you can always ask us a question. So go to coincumbus.com slash ask. And now that we've answered everyone's question, it's probably a really good time to get your question answered. So head, head along there and ask us. If uh, you were thinking of buying a Bitcoin wallet, um, this is our chance to shill. Coincompass.com slash ledger, coincompass.com slash treasure, or coincompass.com slash cold card. All the links again are in the description of the show notes. So thanks again, everyone, for all your questions. This was a fun series. But until next time, Faris. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And just a reminder, Coin Compass is an educational service where we teach everyone to safely buy and securely store your Bitcoins. So please don't hesitate to get in touch. How do they do that, Faris? So to do so, please go to coincompass.com slash contact. Bye, everyone. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. Thanks for watching or listening. Please visit coincompass.com slash free to register to our socials and discover other free content. Subscribing, liking, and following helps this content remain ad-free. Until next time.